Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 89 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host, DC, here with me today. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Let you... go, go, go! It's time for Christmas! Oh, somebody feeling in the spirit, I see. <laughs> yeah, man, you see my outfit, man? Come on, man. Very, very uh, festive. Mm-hmm. I see you over there with your tree behind you. got the lights lit up, man. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, man, she she's struggling, but she all right. Hey, man, it's about the it's about the spirit and thought that counts, man. That's oh, I got a big tree. I ain't got it set up yet. I can't show y'all, but I got a real big tree too. That's awesome, man. Here we are, guys. A few days before Christmas, man. Uh, fortunately, this episode will be pre-recorded, not a live one, due to my gaming PC. Um, it was basically dying over the weekend, so I had to take a day to to fix everything. I, apparently, my Windows, I had some uh, corrupted files in my operating system and didn't know it, and that's why it wouldn't boot. Um, so I had to do a whole thing to fix it. Uh, but we're back. You know, everything seems to be fine now. Um, but we're, you know, on this lovely Taco Tuesday here, a few days before Christmas, man, and got some interesting topics to cover. Um, one in particular that... I think is a pretty important one um and we've kind of talked about it here and there um the last few months um and that's nfts man and specifically nfts in the gaming space right now and it seems that you know and i and i've kind of like said this before right like it always seems like they're at the beginning of a generation there's always some new sort of technology or new sort of leverage the games the game developers try to to implement you know like i you know beginning of 360 and ps3 it was dlc and kind of like microtransactions and last generation it was the whole loot box uh conversation for years and years and years and it seems like now at least in my humble opinion nfts are becoming the i don't even want to say new wave like because uh, i don't want y'all thinking that i support this stuff especially like from what i've seen from two companies in particular over the last few weeks um, but it seems like the new hot button topic, I guess you could say. And um, so, I mean, in particular, what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about Ubisoft and uh, the company that's developing Stalker 2, uh, their G- GSC Game World. Sorry, that was a mouthful. <clears throat> but yeah, man, um, you, you've you been kind of, you were kind of floating through the NFT blockchain crypto space for a while. And you actually, you know, uh, put me up on a lot of this stuff, you know, in regards to how it's kind of being implemented in different spaces. And it seems like the game industry is the latest, uh, the latest part of that. And I like doing, doing some research, um, you know, I came across this article that was talking about like the revenue of blockchain games right now. And I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> until a few days ago. And apparently in the last quarter alone, uh, they've made, billion dollars which is just kind of mind-blowing to think about um but yeah man like i guess we can start with the ubisoft stuff like with their introducing quartz and trying to leverage that whole space man which just seems kind of predatory in my personal humble opinion like where do you where do you kind of like you know not only how do you kind of feel about this stuff but like what do you think like the dangers of this stuff is because this just seems like this seems worse than loot boxes in my opinion yeah it's you know unfortunately when we have something new that comes into anything like if you have something new it's going to be exciting everyone wants to be a part of it we live in a kind of culture to where you know everybody wants to be a part of something big and personally i don't think anything is wrong with nfts personally I just think it's the manipulative ways that a lot of people are going about using them to, um, you know, do whatever little dirt they can and take advantage of people who may not be that knowledgeable about that kind of, you know, tech yet. And I'm doing research as we speak because I was really excited for the NFT art space. But with that comes a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of 
scams and stuff going on right now in the space. And when it comes to like video games and stuff, I just feel like, I feel like once again, we are in a space where you can do good or you can do bad. And I, I understand, I really do understand that people have to make money. I get that. But when it becomes predatorial, I think when once they cross that line, I think that's when the problem comes in. That's when I have a problem. And I think with NFTs, it's setting up a lot of things that can go wrong, so to speak. You know right. what I'm saying? And I, I the, the, the aspect of being a true owner of items or that you purchase in-game or actually owning the game, that aspect of it, I think is cool. I love that aspect of it because... What people don't realize is, you know, all the stuff that we buy for these games, we do not own. We don't own. Very true. So once that Xbox and stuff is gone, whatever, all the skins and stuff that you bought, it's gone. It's gone forever. So with NFTs, you can have these things on a blockchain in your wallet. And from what I read, um, they're transferable to different games but that's if the game accepts it. So, um, it's a lot of stipulations I, is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So if you were playing a first person shooter and you have, let's say a specific kind of gun or something like that, you know, if you purchase that as an, an NFT and across all first person shooters, you would in a perfect world be able to use it, but these companies or other games first of all they would have to be like nft like blockchain um games so there's it's so much to this it's so much like we probably could do like three episodes on it because the more i read the deeper into the hole i was falling right and i was just like this is my point exactly because if you just have someone who's just scratching the surface trying to jump into this they have like fake wallets, all kinds of stuff out there to where you can lose a lot of money. Like you can get conned easily. So with that being said, NFTs in the gaming space to me, it's gonna take a while to adjust. I think it's gonna be just like loot boxes. You're gonna have the predatorial behavior. You're gonna have um companies unfortunately come in and try to make as much money as they can off of the situation and then i think it's slowly going to start course correcting itself as you know as certain laws jump in certain just like loot boxes like yeah. you know they started picking up steam and people was like when they realized how bad it was getting the same thing is going to happen with uh nfts as far as like the gaming goes I did not know they made that much money. I didn't even know they were really, really. I didn't either. That fame, like, I didn't know they were out there like that. There was, there was one in particular I saw, and I wish I could remember the name of it, man. I, it was something kind of like, um, it reminded me of Pokemon, where you could purchase these in, you know, these individual monsters for different amounts of money and just like skimming through the list and the different prices of some of these things is you know because you know the the one thing that comes to mind with me and why i'm so hesitant about nfts and gaming in general is the and you kind of have this with games now with microtransactions and even battle passes is the fear of missing out or fomo mm-hmm. you know artificial scarcity you know you you have these you, Cause I can imagine something like Ubisoft, right? And I and I haven't been a fan of theirs like for years now. Like they they just continue to downward spiral. And the comments they've made about NFTs, um, and their platforms, I think it's called Ubisoft Quartz, if I remember right. Um, like, and you, you kind of brought up an interesting point. Like I can imagine like in their in in a perfect world, you could have like a pretty cool Rainbow Six skin that you earn from playing the game and that you could use in all their their different platforms or different titles like uh ghost recon um far cry like all their all their properties you can do something cool like that because in, in the in the argument that i see more than anything with nfts right now um in gaming is 
how does this enhance the gameplay? How does this how does this implementation benefit the mm-hmm. the consumer? Right, right. And you know, them and and this other other developer and the other developer actually when they announced NFTs for Stalker 2, they they completely did a 180 because people unanimously you they just tore them up on Twitter and Reddit. Like they oh, yeah. completely like I'm talking like just destroyed this company about this. And, you know, the one thing that they tried to do, which I thought was pretty funny, um, they tried to, you know, in their in their PR statement that they released about NFTs, tried to say, hey, this isn't going to change gameplay. This is only cosmetic. Um, and it's just I, I think it's too early for this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, we're we're ever since that, I feel like, honestly, man, like and I don't know if it's, if you feel the same way ever since facebook announced the metaverse it seems like it's just been this arms race between tech companies to, yeah to, it has no, you know? you're right <laughs> like it no, seems like right. they you're accelerated it you know what i mean like i i just really you know because money there is <laughs> all people see is green all they see is the potential do you see the stuff that nike is doing with nfts yeah and stuff? yeah the tweet i sent you guys and but you know what though i'll say this much about that kind of stuff right you know, at this point, it's. I think it was only a natural. It was only going to be a natural evolution for technology and the internet to kind of get to the place where people are are kind of living their lives out in in cyberspace. You know, because um, one game comes to mind. I don't know if you remember it from years and years ago. It's called Second Life. Oh and yeah. It was basically. I think we're going to get like a version of that eventually, or PlayStation Home I, even. I was in Second Life. I had me a store. That's exactly. You see what I'm saying, though? Like, I mean, yeah. it's already now where you can buy real estate, artificial real estate in in no, the people, metaverse right now. Like, dude, people are paying millions right now <laughs> for artificial land. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, like, who just bought the yacht? Somebody bought a mega yacht in the metaverse for like $6.5 <laughs> million dollars or something. And you're not, and you know, and that's the thing. Like, you're not going to really see the benefit of this stuff for years. I mean, like, I'm talking like, and I want you guys to like hear me when I say this. I'm talking like ten years from now, minimum, before you start to see the 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 way that the the people who are working in this space envision the future for this. It's this is a far far reaching uh, idea from now. Like, we're gonna be old men, ten, fifteen, you know, twenty years from now, before this stuff really starts to really kind of flourish like it should. And I and, and you know another point that you brought up that I agree with is is the lack of regulation when it comes to blockchain technology and that's one of the biggest things right now and it's been one of the hot button topics for years now is is just how anybody can make their own uh, wallet website crypto website I can go and make a Darius coin right now if I wanted to and mm-hmm. if, if I promote it the right way I could get people to buy into it you know and just make my money and leave and just disappear forever. And yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> even with crypto, there's been a lot of stuff like if you follow me on social media that I was talking about and then I kind of slowed down because it's just it's like the wild, wild west right now. Like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it, we are in a new like tech renaissance right now. And people yeah, we are just scratching the surface and it's kind of the wild, wild west right now because we're learning as we go. Yeah, and within that space, you have people that are intelligent and who's moving the goalpost, and unfortunately, manipulating those who don't know. And it, it can get a little scary because I've read articles like people they didn't lost thousands and like thousands of dollars they didn't yeah. dump. Just like you said, someone created a coin, hyped it up as the next best thing like a little, you know, you do a little Shiba coin, whatever, people hype it up, all these people start dumping money into it, and then, boom, person gone. So your wallet, you can't log in to, to your wallet, you're like, what the hell's going on? So while, while you guys are listening to this, I'm not saying this to discourage you from this, because I love tech and all the new stuff that comes with it. Be excited, but move with cautious, just mm-hmm. be very cautious about what you're investing in make sure you do your research because it's fun it's cool but at the same time 
you know you don't want to get took and another thing about it's just so much that goes on with nfts and stuff because another hot button topic is the um energy consumption that all this stuff is um yeah exactly that's oh, a man. Very, <clears throat> excuse me that's a very big topic because they're saying you know it's going to take non what is it non-renewable sources yeah like coal and natural gas to power up some of this stuff because you only have so much clean energy you can use like, it's because of the amount <clears throat> yeah and it's and it's really like the the amount of energy it takes to produce or to mint uh nfts is the problem and i know people have been talking about uh ethereum too and what they're trying to do with making it a little bit more environment friendly but i mean honestly man like i just i think this stuff is real it's just it's just so early for this technology um like maybe maybe on the back end of the 2020s you know when most people are driving electric cars um and you know i'm not joking about that you guys can look it up like a lot of oh, no, not all though yeah um, <laughs> all cars are going to be electric a lot of a lot of states i mean california is one of the biggest ones that are banning gas-powered vehicles by like 2025 or something like that um i mean and, it, and it's just something that's good for the environment honestly but yeah man it's, it's definitely it's going to take a lot and I'm, and I'm really curious how this is going to affect the game industry i just hope it doesn't affect it in a negative way especially considering all the other things that are going on in the industry right now <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean this this the amount of, of of change i'll say that's just sweeping through the games industry at the moment you know man i even kind of sat back for a minute and was thinking about next year and you know how we were incredibly excited for all the games that are coming out like i i'm i'm honestly starting to kind of change my mind about that like i don't know if 2022 is gonna and i hope i'm wrong but just with with all the not only just like game delays and you know COVID related restrictions that are still ongoing and seems like they're starting to kind of come back a little bit and you know you have this this wave where developers are starting to realize that they have more power that they are taking control of their own destiny and fate in these studios right now. I mean, man, we might see another like huge delay of games next year. Like I, I just don't imagine everything's gonna hit the date that it will that. Cause I was reading um, about Ubisoft, uh, you know, to reference them again. Apparently, there's like a there's a mass exodus of of talent and uh, personnel just quitting the company, leaving the company because mm -hmm. of all the things that have been going on. And I mean that that kind of stuff kind of really sticks with me. Like even even to the point that it's it's hampering the development of their games. I mean, you look at things like Call of Duty right now; it's not really in the best spot. I Cause, you know, like I told you guys before, I follow a lot of esports and stuff. And Call of Duty esports right now is not in the best place, um, at least according to the to the vocal people online, anyway. Uh, but you know, this just the stuff that I've seen from like Warzone and all these bugs and major problems that these titles are having right now. And I think it's related to a lot of people going on strike and refusing to work on these projects because of how they're being treated in these studios. And it's crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think like all this stuff is just. I don't know. I just kind of see like a common thread through all of this um, as it continues to develop. And, you know, NFTs, I think, are one of those things that you're going to have a lot of people at the top trying to push, you know, as the once again, the continuing cost and rising costs of AAA, quadruple A development. You know, you just you're going to have these moments where some people are convinced that NFTs are going to become like a normal thing in the industry. I'm not so sure about that. I'm a little skeptical about that one um i i honestly think you may have hit the nail on the head with the the decade statement i think it's going to be one of the it's going to be about like 10 years before yeah you know we figure all this out a, a clean way a cleaner a better way because what's the point of what's the point of killing all car emissions within the next decade or so if we just gonna re replace it with <laughs> nft dust you gotta like, have nft plants or you know right right so everything <laughs> you're doing is gonna be null and void because we did just created a whole new shit storm so oh, imagine like uh activision or uh, ubisoft ran out 
a coal plant just to make no oh, and i had a vision of that like it's a coal plant and it has activision across the top it's just oh. dirty looking mountain landscape oh that's so scary man oh my god got people in the coal mine below there bro <laughs> digging and they're mad qa testers and stuff who are going on strike we're refusing to work they're like all right you going to the mine they gotta, go they gotta go out to the mines with their dress shirt on uh, somebody needs to draw that little comic strip of that. That would be perfect, man. Man, dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be crazy, man. And the whole thing with, like, Ubisoft is... Is... Oh, man. They... they You know, they kind of dug themselves in this hole. I'm, I'm I not agree. gonna... Even, I'm gonna throw it out there. They have so many times the course correct. And we... Man, if you listen throughout the history of this podcast, we've talked about them more than twice, maybe several times where we kept saying, Ubisoft, you need to do this. You need to do that. Y'all kept coming out with the same formula of games. Y'all just didn't take a chance. And maybe these people are leaving to greener pastures. Like you never know. I'm maybe sure, yeah. a lot of people left because they were, they were offered um something better at another company from what i read yeah some, of them, some people just quit because um working conditions a lot of people just quit they took their talents out on the road and they just was like hey i'll just take a chance it's better than working here there's a, a variety of reasons why people are leaving but i feel like within the work culture as well as creating the games i feel like there was a lot that they could have did to avoid this. Yeah, agree. Because now it's just like you at the point of no return. You got to be proactive, man. Don't wait until the shit hit the fan and you're trying to sweep the shit up and throw it off the porch. Like it's too late now. So it's going to be interesting to see what goes on over there uh, within the next year. Yeah, man. And, and you know, it's you know when I really what really got me. It's when they announced uh, that Splinter Cell remake. And I honestly think that was a cop-out. I do. I, I think they did that to try to win some goodwill back from the community. I have, I have, I have, and I want you guys to hear me, zero faith that they're going to, that that's going to release and I'm going to like it. I do. I At this point, I mean, just look at, looking at how I've just not wanted to play any Assassin's Creed since, uh, was it Odyssey, I think. I didn't even finish Odyssey, by the way. Like, And I put like 80 hours in that game, and I was only 70% done. <laughs> you know, I just you just get to that point where you're just like, you know, you just like DC was saying, like, you know, you they're, they're basically just releasing the same game over and over. Like, I can't tell you guys the last time I played a Far Cry game. Like, Can I tell you how, uh, let's just say, let's just say if they do make a new Splinter Cell, we all know how it's gonna play. We know how it's gonna look. It's gonna disappoint me, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be open world bullshit. It's gonna be a big, big open world with nothing to do. You're gonna have the same UI. It's gonna it's gonna play just like Assassin's Creed. But you know what though? I think they're gonna mess that up because of how popular Hitman's gotten again. You know, Hit Hitman's really kind of perfected that. I don't even want to say open world, but the the large level spy sneaky. you know what it, i mean it's sneaky they got a it's good little sneaky fan base i love it man yeah because <laughs> it's like we don't talk about it enough yeah. but hitman the last couple of hitman games have been good they've been they've been so if you guys have not played the new hitman games please go do yourselves a favor it, they are they are excellent and that's just another it's thing man like they're so fun i just don't i don't see I don't see a world where that's going to shake out good for them, like where they can kind of sneak back into that genre. Um, I mean, I even look at games like Deathloop that not necessarily like spy games, but you kind of have that that kind of genre in there where you, you have the, the option to kind of sneak around the map and, and take enemies out how you please. Like games like like games like stuff like that have really kind of shaped the that kind of genre over the last few years. I mean, because... I mean, we haven't had a Hitman since, like, mid-2000s. Like, it's been a long, long time. I mean, not Hitman. I'm sorry. Splinter Cell. Um, if they're going to make it with the same uh, Ubisoft formula, if they're going to do that, 
I don't want it. Like, I don't. Like, no. if you're going to copy and paste Ghost Recon, whatever, in a wood, walking man on fire, whatever that shit is. <laughs> Ghost Recon, Breakpoint. <laughs> Breakpoint, I'm broken, whatever. Like, if you're going to just take the same formulas from that Assassin's Creed and, and, and just put Sam Fisher and his nice little green glasses on it, I don't want it, man. Give me something... That's gonna give me a new exhilarating experience. Like yeah. I'm not gonna get on Ubisoft right now because we've had this talk. Like y'all know what y'all gotta do. That safe formula ain't working no more. It's not working. Nobody wants your your NFTs of a gas mask or whatever the hell that was oh, y'all sell. Six hundred hours. Like y'all get it together over there, man. How the mighty have fallen. I remember when I had so much respect for these guys. Yeah, they were definitely on top of the industry like a decade or two, like, you know, 15 years ago. But sad to see, man. To adjust to the times, man. That's what I tell my brother all the time. Like, you can't get so fixated in your era. You know, you can't, with, especially with technology and video games, We it's constantly evolving. You constantly have to have your ear to the street man you can't just be stagnant and i'm, I'm not gonna go on a rant but that's <laughs> that's what they did man yeah man it's definitely definitely a, uh it's always an interesting time at the beginning of a generation man it's always usually lots of new technologies and new things that companies are trying to push in front of the consumer and hopefully you know over the next decade we'll see some sort of regulation and improvement on the energy consumption front for nfts man um because i just i don't want to be in a world where uh you know we're just we're we're playing for nfts you know pulling loot boxes for nfts i mean it's just it's it's a scary thought to think about but you know what i mean before we because we do have to move forward with the conversation but i want to just throw one more thing no, on for there. sure yeah go for it um another problem with the nft thing too is if they release uh let's just say they release an item um we'll just throw something out there a cool hat right um if the game limited to only 50 items then 50 people buy those items then that creates like one of those like a, a, a reselling market. Yep. So we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because if like me and forty nine other people get this this hat, it's like okay, you want the hat really really bad. Say if Darius wants the hat, all right, man. Okay, I may have paid this much for the NFC. Darius, like I'll give you this much for the hat. And I don't know how I feel about that yet because I that could be a kind of a cool thing because I mean people do it with sneakers and stuff like that yeah. in real life. But when I kind of look at it, I'm like, I don't know because that's on the line of it teeters on the line of like loot boxism is what I like to call it. So it's it's kind of it's kind of like gambling, man. You definitely hit the nail, nail on the mm -hmm. head with that. Like and. I mean, people already get upset about missing stuff on battle passes and not being able to grind stuff out with that. Um, I mean, you know, you look at games like Destiny where people are like, oh, I don't have enough time to grind this game, you know, and the game's too easy to, to hit. You get your power level up now. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually on that side of the fence. I think Destiny is one of those games that would benefit from a little bit more grind, but um, not to the point where it makes it unfun. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That's that's another good point, man. Like, there's just so much to digest to man. that to that space. Yeah, and it's it's all new and and uneven ground to step on. And you know, I'm here to tell you guys, don't buy a house in the metaverse yet. <laughs> don't do well, that. You don't have a house in real life. Okay. Yeah, don't do that. Don't spend a hundred thousand dollars in, in no digital money. <laughs> how hype the train gets. Yeah. Okay. Be smart. We are here to tell you and inform you. Think, people. Let we want you to think. Let that dust settle before you decide to jump in, please. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, that's uh, NFTs and gaming, man. It's definitely... You, this won't be the last time y'all hear about this from us, I'm sure. This won't be the last time news comes out about a company that's trying to adopt this sort of technology. But we'll see as things continue to develop down that line. Now, we can move on to a little bit more fun topics. Um, 
one I'm actually kind of excited to talk about uh, is the Halo live action TV show. Man, they released a little bit more information about it. Um, you know, they they come Halo. Halo. You know, they've come out and said that the TV series is going to be its own timeline. They're dubbing it the Silver Timeline, so it's not going to be in the same uh, timeline as the games and books and, and movies that have already come before. Which I kind of like personally. Timeline. <laughs> You know, kind of, you know, and if you guys are kind of confused, you know, kind of think of it like uh, like a comic book, like comic books where you have the main Marvel story and then you had the ultimate series of comics, you know, different different universe, if you will. If you guys have seen Spider-Man, different multiverse. Um, but yeah, man, I'm kind of excited. I'm, I'm honestly a little excited for this, man, you know, because it's been Halo is this this TV series has been in development for such a long time now, and it seems like we're kind of finally getting to that finish line. Um, and if you you know, I I love like the extra lore and books and comics and stuff that have come that have come out even in recent years, um, in particular. Um, and one of the things that they highlighted about the the timeline is that they're looking to explore different sides of Master Chief because. When you're playing a game, it's a little bit harder to to do that because they want you to feel as though you're Master Chief through the story, which I thought was a very interesting comment to make, you know, and I, I wonder if we're going to not necessarily get more backstory on Chief, but if they want to show a little bit more of that human side, which they've kind of been doing with Infinite, in my humble opinion. But... Oh, Infinite. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what do you what do you think about? you know the halo tv show are you you kind of excited that they're doing something separate from the original timeline um i mean because like you we got like 20 years of books and comics and stuff that, man you know. i my thing is this if you whatever you do you can't go just 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 good writing if you don't follow anything we already know i totally i'm totally cool with that actually Hell, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm pushing for it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I, I want to see different aspects and different parts of the lore and because it's such a, a, a lush universe. Like, it's so much going on in Halo's universe. I am 100% open to them detouring away from Chief in that timeline. Now, with that being said, Ooh, I don't know why I'm coughing like that. Anyway, that be I do I'm I'm just curious. There's no really no 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 hesitation or any negative uh thoughts from me. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious where they're gonna take this and you know the whole thing with like a softer side of Chief. I wonder if this comes from um, them, the experience that you get from playing Infinite, I won't say too much just in case, sure, you know, people haven't beat it yet. But we are, we will be talking about it sometime next week because <laughs> I could finally be done with the game. But, um, they do show a hint on the side of, I want to say they kind of hint on the side of Chief actually, things start to catch up with him. Um, war. I want to say he's war torn. There you go. Yeah. Like he, he's a he's exhausted. That's me trying to say this without really killing it for you guys. But I know a lot of people beat it. But we're really gonna dig into it next week. So stay tuned for that. But with this TV series, I would love to see. I would love to even see like maybe new recruits because you know like even in Infinite now like everyone. Has suit now you know they started back up the um the spartan program yeah yeah, so maybe, yeah. maybe in this story we get like a, a cool new spartan or outlook on a, the, the the spartan program or they could go back to what's the doctor name the, the dr halsey yeah yeah you yeah so on that i'm really i love curious. that i love that and <clears throat> You know, I kind of had the same thought. I had it because I went to I, I went and did a little bit of research because it's been a while since I've read like any of the older books. What I would love to see personally, just is just me. I would love to see them not focus on the human covenant war at all in this first season. 
I don't want to see any elites. I don't want to see any brutes. Because one thing that doesn't get told enough, in my opinion, is the dark side of the, of the UNSC and the dark side of the Spartan program, how they were basically kidnapping children and giving out clones sure. that were that were going to die in a few days. like, <laughs> And that whole war that he kind of participated in when he was a new, when, when he first basically put on his Spartan armor, I would love, and I think that would be interesting to see if he kind of grapples with, you know, the morality of killing humans that, or people that don't agree with the UNSC in their ways, because there was a lot of that before the Covenant showed up. A lot of people don't know that, you know, they don't really touch on yeah. it in the games too much. There was, um, because basically it was almost like a great space race to create these these soldiers to fight the covenant the present i mean the the presence of the covenant was there but they really didn't touch on it during that span of the spartans being created so you had all kinds of like crazy stuff going on in the background like you said they were kidnapping kids and then what they don't tell you is a lot of those kids died during the program mm -hmm. there were 74 so, of them and then she was doing it behind like a lot of top brass like she was doing it like behind the, their backs when they told her not to so it, yeah yeah you're right I would, I would love that I mean because the whole thing for Spartans they were they were basically going to be like a uh, kind of like a, a suppression force for people who didn't who disagree with the UNSC like all those those rebel factions and stuff like because I, I me personally like I love the grand battles of, of 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 Halo. I love all that, you know, all the action. But the thing that I love about Halo more than anything is the interpersonal conflicts between these groups, these political, the political strife. Of, and that's good though. You know, that's what yeah, that's what make it. That's what makes it such a. And I'm the guy who read all of the books. I'm not gonna lie. I read the 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 three it was three books that took you into the lure of the forerunners not gonna lie that shit confused the hell out of me yeah that was <laughs> some pretty like deep heavy it was, stuff like, yeah. I, I was reading a bible like i didn't know what the heck was like but it was still good but it just goes to show you that the lure is so deep in Halo, and because a lot of people ask me, like, okay, why is that such? A, um, why is that your favorite series? Like, why do you speak so highly on it? And blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, I'm a person who originally played video games for a good storyline. Right. Like, I've always been the guy who loved the single player campaign. Um, you know, before multiplayer and stuff got really big, and one of the things that lured me into Halo was combat evolved like i thought the story being like a sci-fi lover i thought the the story for the first halo combat evolved i was just like yo this is a very good story and then they blended it perfectly with um the gameplay you know and the vehicles and stuff like that little stuff like that i was just like man this is a damn good game and this is before we even touched the um multiplayer aspect of it right so this show, hmm, this show, I just really hope that the budget is there for it, too, because I don't want it to look bad. Like, from what I saw from the, like, little trailer, like, yeah, if like that, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine, but I wonder what names they're going to attach to it. Look, look, like, wait, let me just say this. I'm going to look right? it up now. You mean, like, directors? Is that what you're talking about? Directors, actors, everything. They announced the, whole, the actor, I mean, the guy who's playing Chief, but it doesn't really matter because he's going to have his helmet on the whole time. Right, right. He's that musty helmet. Yeah. So I just want to say this to Hollywood. I want you look at me. Let me get up on the camera. Look at me. Let's see here. Look at me. Idris Elba is not to be in this show. What's wrong with, hey. what's wrong with Idris, man? Idris. <laughs> Adrian's is like mayonnaise. They just start to put him on everything. <laughs> no hate. My God. He's my guy. He's my guy. We we used to shoot pool in 89, but I just feel like they go throw him in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. No, you he did have an elite outfit on in um Thor. 
Yeah, Say that kinda, one. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, that's funny. He was an elite. So, so we do he, have a few. I guess it's gonna be nine episodes, from what IMDb is saying. Um, Steven Spielberg is attached to it, like a executive producer. Um, that's cool. And I'm not. I don't really recognize a lot of these names as far as some of the actors, but uh, that's good. Well, no, actually. Oh, Bookham, Bookham Wood, Woodbine, Woodbine. Oh, Bookham Woodbine, he is in it. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a Spartan, I think, based off of his name. His name is Soren zero six six. So yeah, he's definitely a Spartan. Yo, that's actually kind of tough. Bokeem, Bokeem, he's a seasoned actor. He's a he's been yeah. in a lot of. Um, I that's cool. I have faith in his acting chops. So yeah, they I got think they got another guy who's playing Spartan, uh, Bentley Kalu. I'm not sure who he is. Not familiar with his work, but yeah, I have to, I think that's cool, man. That's cool. I have to see pictures because I'm bad with names. Like if I see the picture, I'm like, oh, I know he used to be yeah. in class. Oh, they have the original Cortana playing herself. That's cool. Jen Taylor, she's playing Cortana. That's cool. You know what? Cortana is really in my bad graces after playing Infinite. You know, it wasn't her, man. That's the weapon, bro. That's not her. No, no, no. I mean, we 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 gonna save it to next week. We are gonna talk about Cortana and her yeah. destructive ways. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, there is something to do with the covenant in here. I see some guys. Uh, there's one guy's playing Truth, and another guy's playing as the Mercy. Ah, I don't want covenant. That kind of throws our idea out of the window. Oh well. <laughs> Hopefully it's good. <laughs> Hopefully it's good. You know. I, I'm I'm okay with like a fresh batch of young upcoming sure actors and actresses getting a shot. You know, hopefully, you know it's up to snuff and they go on to do bigger and better things. Like, hopefully, this be a big entry point for them, and then they can continue to do uh, oh, great man. things like Tom Holland. You know, he seems to be the happy guy right now. Everybody loves Tom. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna send you some on Twitter, some screenshots. Maybe we can talk about this next time. Halo screenshots. Interesting. All right. Uh, not to get too derailed, but yeah, man, that's uh, some ideas and stuff that we have for the Halo series. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get too caught up in its own grandeur, man. Like, I really want them to, just like DC saying, focus on some good writing and a good story, man. I would much rather have that than a cool space battle. Like, I get that in my other sci-fi shows. I'm cool on that. You know, mm -hmm. like, don't just give me explosions. Like, don't make this a explosion fest movie. Like, I, I would rather have something that, especially for people who've never seen it, like, who aren't familiar with the lore of Halo. Like, you know, just please don't let me down, Paramount. I don't, <laughs> don't want to have to be defending this for the rest of my life, okay? You know, right. uh, don't Vin Diesel it. You know, we just don't uh, need flipping through space, all right? Oh we. God, we man. Story and that's all. I don't know, man. I'm hyped for it. Let's see. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. That is to say, no matter what, we're excited for it. We're definitely gonna be talking about it. Uh, don't, don't, don't get discouraged, guys. We're not gonna give up on it, man. I just, I just really want it to be good. So that's all we got on the Halo series, man. Uh, one last story for today. A very interesting one. <laughs> oh, I ain't got my doc shades. Oh, oh. man. So. Two time, Mr. Two time, uh, the two time himself, man, Doctor Disrespect, aka Guy Beam. <laughs> That's his real name, by the way, guys. I'm not kidding. Guy Beam is his real government name. Uh, hey, that dude was destined for greatness. He was, bro. He was. You can't have a name like that and not be destined to do doc things. <laughs> so he is. He has announced he is launching his own studio. He's co-founding. A triple a game studio as he calls it uh the name is actually pretty t pretty fucking tough i thought it was cool it's called midnight society the twitter handle is uh at 12 a.m which i thought was pretty cool um oh wow. so i thought that was kind of tough uh so he and apparently he's grabbed uh some veteran call of duty and halo developers um to work at the studio so it seems like he's taking this pretty serious um this this actually kind of surprised me a little bit. I thought he was done with with game development. Um, you know, he actually used to be a developer at Sledgehammer Games, and he worked on Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, if I remember right. It's in your blood, man. It's always in your blood. Yeah, um, and it's funny because I mean, it seems like, at least from like the the clips and stuff I've seen of him, 
over the last like year he seems like he's been pretty unhappy with a lot of uh first person shooters and stuff that have come out as of late and i can completely he's understand been verbal, that. he's been real verbal about it mm-hmm. he's been very i i believe i sent you and era a clip of him and he was talking about every time he moved he gets shot <laughs> in a, a vanguard and yeah. he was like oh my god yeah <laughs> so let me ask you this yeah for sure Doc come to the does he come to the meetings at his studio and his whole doc drib there's no like, way there's no way he didn't show up as, as doctor disrespect in that first meeting i would be disappointed if i was if i worked there and he didn't show up like that at least once a week so does he really maintain his personality throughout the whole <laughs> like does he walk around talking about he's the two-time champ and Oh, that would be funny. that would make for a fun work environment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he he has to do that, right? As long as the jobs get it done, I, I. But like, what? Like, if they, that's just funny, man. Like, <laughs> I really want to see what he's gonna do, man. Um, all well, jokes aside, I I just wanna. We what? need new blood in uh in this space so do you well think- I, i'll say this much man it's definitely going to be a shooting game it's definitely going to be a pvp focused oh, yeah. first person oh, yeah. shooter like, there's that there's no doubt in my mind that he's not making that whatever they're making is a shooting game. i mean especially with him picking up call of duty and halo developers like there's a hundred percent chance like and i wouldn't be honestly wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a br if it was an arena shooter i would be a little bit more shocked i i think they're developing a br and I do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against that. If I was a bad man, that's a that's a safe bet to say that that's what's happening. Um, and with as much as much experiences or experience he has in that realm, I mean he's he's built an empire off of playing these type of games. So right. to see what he brings to the 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 space is going to be very interesting. Um, you know. And the fact that he gotta have something cooking good to get these guys on board. I could like, I always think about the sales pitch. Like when you're going to these developers, you want them on your your team, and you know, either they're very big fans of the doc, yeah, or a little bit of both. Like they could be uh, excited just to break out and create something new and groundbreaking, and um. I'm actually pretty invested in this. I want to see what they do. Um, like you said, cool name too. Like yeah, name. I, I love that name. That was, and it, it reminds me of, um, gosh, man, do you remember? I don't know if you ever used to watch it in the '90s. It was a, it was called a, like a horror show called uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" I know what you're talking about. That's, I think that was the name of their group, the Midnight Society, which is maybe that's where he got it inspired from. I think that's cool if he did. I want to see the marketing. I want to. I, I can't wait to see the. Um, the, the the whole rollout for this like oh their their website is up and they have job applications uh they're hiring actively hiring right now they have uh, quite a few open positions mm-hmm. all remote too so if you guys are looking for a job work yeah with, if you want to work with the doc work with uh, the two-time <laughs> two-time champion himself man you know the PUBG original champ if you want to take it back that far oh man yeah so that and then you think Maybe they'll just have one game that they really, really push their efforts to. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll make sense because it takes a lot to make a game now. So, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, his, the, I know he wants that success. So, I'm pretty sure they're going to be hyper focused on. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that he's saying that it's a triple A studio kind of, I, I, I honestly think it's more closer to a double A. And, and for those of you guys who don't know what that means, it's basically the amount of budget and money that's really kind of thrown towards a game like AAA studios nowadays it's not a far-fetched to say that their budget for a game is like a quarter of a million dollars something like that um maybe he's getting that investment i don't know you know nobody knows except him and the people working there i guess but so I, d- I don't i don't know i i if i had to guess i think they're probably gonna try to self-publish because they or at least i mean at least they haven't announced any sort of publisher yet um, I mean, he he's a pretty big figure in the gaming industry. It's, it's not a stretch to say that, right? And I don't think we're going to see this game anytime soon, like three, four years from now. Maybe we'll get a sneak peek at whatever they're working on. You know, I don't think this is something that's coming out anytime soon. 
Doc Pride won't let. It, it's just going to be interesting. Like all the other stuff that we talk about, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes because I don't. Doc has a lot of pride, and he does. For, he does. This, if this flops, this is going to be his reputation's this, on the line. Yeah. I think honestly. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, and I think he knows that. And with that being said. I, I just really want him in games in general just to slow down, man. Like, yeah. I'm early announcing. Like, I don't want to hear nothing until you're like 97% done. Don't give me no release dates, no nothing. Like, you you can show us, give us a little bit of hype, but I just, I don't, I'm not a fan of all this, these, these hardcore cemented dates and then getting pushed back like 80 times. Like, but yeah. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm a small fish in a big pond. I know a lot of people, you know, they they get excited for that stuff. And if it was up to me, I I just as the industry the way it is now, I just want them to slow down. Like we have so many games to play, I don't understand why. You know, well yeah. I do understand why. It always comes back to money, 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 and and dates and hard dates that have to be hit to please investors and yada yada yada. Yeah. Because next year, you're right. It's going to be a lot of shuffling next year. I, yeah, I think people need to prepare themselves, man. Like, I, I, the more like the more and more I think about it, like, I really think people might want to prepare themselves for some <laughs> games getting moved out of 2022. I mean, you look at stuff like, I mean, Hellblade 2 still doesn't have a release date. <laughs> you know, like that game's been, and it got announced what 2018, 20 something like that, 2018 something like that. Like it's it's been it's been a while. Like we're not we're in it for the long haul, man. Like definitely check up on your list of back of backlogs. Like, don't tell me you don't have one. You're not a gamer if you don't have a backlog. I don't believe you. Play Hellblade One. Yeah. Don't lie, because I know you didn't play it. Go back and play <laughs> Hellblade One. Because we're gonna be waiting for a while, guys. So yeah, for sure, man. And I think it's cool. Like you know. I think it's cool to see content creators do, you know, the, 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 the content creation industry is really starting to change and evolve. And I, and I love seeing content creators do big things like this. I mean, you look at Pokimane starting her own, basically her own, like agency. Yeah. Like her own agency. I mean, look at the stuff that the guys at rare drop are doing. Like they started out as content creators and now look at where they are now. Like, it's cool to see, guys using their people use their brand to launch other businesses like that's awesome to me so no i think i got her mixed up with who's starting their own cosmetics was that uh oh, that, was, that was valkyrie yeah yeah that's baby it's maybelline yeah that's, yeah. that's an interesting take even though it was a hot hell storm she got caught up in for at least she did it she tried to do it man like you know and shout out to her for doing I it it's... i think she i think just just People had short-term memory, man. She just sit low for a little bit, then come back. And I, I thought it was a cool idea. It's just she created a product she really didn't do the research on. I think she kind of just like put her face on it. Yeah. yeah at the yeah. same time, didn't do the research. And this is something that we all can learn from. Like you got to make sure whatever product that you're gonna the sponsor or back like all these streamers you know you guys with the g fuels and the you know you just want to do your research and make sure that the the company that you're being a part of and stuff is on the up and up like i really do believe like i don't think valky was like intentionally trying to get over on people and stuff and nah. just kind of lended her name to a brand she thought was cool probably didn't do the research and then it kind of bit her in the butt but i think you know that shouldn't detour her i hope it don't like i think nah i think she'll be fine man just like you, talk said. To, you talk to a lot of women in the industry ladies see you talk to them in the in, in the streaming space or just the content creation space you know with makeup you know they, they they talk to me about like the certain makeups they have to have to like look right in the light and you know so i think valky if she she you know use that to help out other streamers and stuff i think people will sell it you just gotta make sure you know you do your research before you put your name on something yeah man like i it's just dope to see like you, she'll be fine like she i think she's already 
back to streaming and she's been back streaming and stuff so yeah she's been good she's yeah. been good I've jumped in a few of her uh, watch my jigs watched a few of her streams and stuff she's good but yeah man it's definitely awesome to see like I said uh, I'm always for despite how people might feel about Doc man you know everyone has their own feelings about that particular situation it's always good at least you know myself being a content creator it's good to see what people are doing so I can learn and try to educate myself for the moves that I'm planning for myself so it's it's nice to see so hey man you know we might apply at a midnight society get on with the two time you never know guys <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding i'm kidding hey what's the favorite what is my famous quote that i love to hate oh you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take it's true the math adds up guys and on that note <laughs> I think that'll be the end of the podcast, man. That's where we put a button in this thing. What do you say? <laughs> put the nail on it. What, what's your little saying? Oh, man, I got so many. I don't even remember them when I say it. I just, got a, a lot of sayings. I do. I just, I let them fly, man. I don't know. <laughs> put the button on the head. Something you be saying with me in the show. I don't know. Go ahead, man. Let me. Oh, man. That's a, Let's various close us out here. <laughs> Yeah, Go man. On that note, man, I think that's a good time to wrap it up, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a nice little bow on top of this present, you know, considering that it's the holidays, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Uh, Eighty nine episodes in, guys. That's nuts. Um, next week will be episode ninety. So uh, just the FYI, we're not recording on Christmas Day. Um, I'm not gonna stream or anything. I'm gonna take that day time away for personal reasons um, that I've expressed before on this podcast, but. Um, that is to say, man, uh, I want to just give a quick shout out to Get Rec Labs, the guys who have worked on uh, not only my stream overlay, but the overlay for the podcast. You guys can't see it right now because it's pre-recorded, but I'll, I might actually just take a picture of it and post it online so you guys can see it. Yeah, um, post it on and show that sexiness, man. Put it in Discord. Yeah, Maybe. for sure. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I, I really okay. love the work that they do, man. Um, Fire logo. Fire. <laughs> super nice guys over there man uh love y'all for all the work that you guys did and i appreciate that man and you know i want to tell all our listeners to have a happy holidays i'm not just gonna say you know merry christmas i know people celebrate different things around this time of year so i just want to acknowledge that and say you know have a happy holiday spend time with your family be safe love one another man and, and don't attack anyone don't spoil spider-man all right just don't do it don't say nothing to the dvd come out <sighs> I just don't just don't spoil it man i lost a lot of friends yeah i had to unfollow i unfollowed a few people on twitter i'm not even kidding because just little lines anything's a spoiler just say you liked it send tweet be done <laughs> <laughs> that's it man you guys can find me everywhere Darius the artist where the e is a three dc take us home baby well man i just want to you know take a few minutes to i just want to tell a little story i just found funny um it won't be too long, but it's just basically, man, I just want to give us, once again, I want to give us a pat on the back. I be I be going through old episodes, man. I just be listening when I'm working and stuff. I'm just, and yeah, I'm proud of what we created, man. You know, we, man, it was, I used to suck my teeth a lot. We used to talk over each other. It was, <laughs> a, lot. It was a whole bunch of cringe up in there, man. Uh how far wow, you listen to, yeah you listen to them like man it's the episodes between like one and like 25 we're gonna do a digitally remastered of those <laughs> <laughs> we gotta yeah we gotta you know but it's been a great journey man we're coming to the end of the year we probably won't see you we're gonna drop that halo at the, at the top of 2022 because i still ain't beat it so That's stay fine. tuned for that. And um, no, it's it's going to, because a lot of people on, on Twitter know me as a Halo fanatic. So they're thinking one thing, but I guarantee you, this is going to be a nice, this is not a, a slander, but it, we're going to have a nice, honest conversation about Halo Infinite once the smoke clears and yeah, that's going to be, I'm actually, I have so many notes and i I'm gonna put a lot into this. I might get a Master Chief helmet. We might go full blown like Angry Joe, but I have to have an honest talk about Halo, and I look forward to having that talk with you, my guy. We we gotta dissect this real thoroughly because our yeah. credibility is on the line. We just can't 
sit up here and be like, oh, this game was great. We 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 got some stuff to talk about. No, so I think we're actually sitting towards the minority um, when it comes to the package as a whole. You know, that being multiplayer and campaign. So, oh, I got a lot to say about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting, and like I said our podcast is not built on slander of any sorts or you know we just talk about things that we love and we try to give our honest perspective on things and with that being said it it was some things that i loved about the game there was a lot of things that i felt like could have been done better but with that being said you know follow me on twitter uh underscore one ldc underscore and that's also for my Instagram. And also, man, we got the TikTok ticking, man. Super Ooh. weapon. Uh, we already. I think we accumulated about 500 views. I, I got three posts up nice. so far. Um, it's gonna be a lot of. Now that we have the new screen set up, I could do so much with TikTok now. So, I'm gonna be dicing that up and throwing it on there. So, um, I was so against TikTok, but. It gets eyes on the pod, and there's actually a lot of grown people on there. You know, I don't know why every time I TikTok, I just think about like little kids. But we'll find our space in the TikTok land, and come on over, see some some funny Halo clips, and then see some funny podcast clips. So that's all I got, man. Um, happy holidays to everybody. Whatever you celebrate, whatever you believe in, please be safe out there. Peace. See y'all later. Bye bye.